Hello, and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. So, have you both been keeping busy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... As best you can. As much as I can. I I hung some shelves that have been in my closet Mm. intended to be hung for eight eight months. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. got around to that, so that was... It's on the Excellent. back burner. Mm-hmm. I uh, got a lot of homework, Riley. Yeah, I've been doing homework and online classes, and there have been a few articles I've read where some larger schools have created like a, a plan that they said in the unlikely event that we can't do in-person classes until January of 2021, they've started creating plans for that. And I have decided if I can't go back to in-person class until 2021, I'm just going to quit college for a few months because online classes are the worst and I'm not learning anything. <laughs> it'll it'll get easier, I'm sure. It's new. It's new. You know, you're adapting. Uh, yeah, except that I have several professors that don't know, that are great professors, but don't know how to use online formats to teach classes that are supposed to be discussion-based classes. So in turn have just tripled the amount of written assignments to make up for mm. like participation and discussion points so now i'm just kind of drowning i that's rough because I, I think it's a hard f- switch to flip like the in my mind this is temporary and so i don't have to like get to accept it right I, I don't have to learn how to navigate this right because it's going to stop it's like oh no what if it doesn't <laughs> I think that's what they all think as well. I think they're like, well, when we did this, there are only about four weeks left in the semester anyways, so I'm just going to come up with a plan for this one class for these four weeks, figure out how to get through it, and I'll never have to do it again. (laughs) That's how I feel. Well, that's kind of how I'm going at all of life right now. Like, I can't... it's going to take a lot of psychological, like, energy and time and effort to get to a point to, like, accept if, like, this was reality forever, and I'm not going to do that work because it's temporary. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I, I, there was an article about the new normal that I started to read. And it was talking about like what things might be like for the next several years. And then I just stopped because I'm like, oh, I will consume and respect this information as it comes into my life on a daily yes, basis. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. When, when when it becomes a thing that a, at a restaurant I have to serve customers like for a very long time with a mask and gloves on, I'll 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 do that when I get there. I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll yes. When I get back to work, I'll think about what work is. Yeah, we'll think Not about before. getting back to work first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Doing one step at a time. Exactly. Just don't don't want to don't want to think that far. No, I am not. I'm not. I'm not ready to to digest that. I uh, I've been too busy with all of Charlie's uh homework that she gets, and she is. I should note in preschool. I think that's important to understand. She's mm-hmm. in preschool. They give preschoolers and, homework. Well, I mean, not usually, okay. but, you know, in these times, in these times of, of plague, we get we get our home assignments. And it's mainly, you know, and it's very clear, I should say, that, that her teacher is very clear. This is just it's suggestions. It's not like she gets grades. It's not like you have to do any of this. Right. But if you want the kind of things that I would do in class, these are some ideas. And then you can continue your child learning at home. And that's good because I do I do value that. I do want that. And it started off with like when we first started doing this remote learning stuff, it was like, Go outside in bare feet and walk in the grass or the dirt or whatever and describe how it feels and what it's like. And we can all talk about what it felt like to walk outside of our houses in bare feet and what that sensation was like. So pretty easy homework. Does Charlie go to Triangles from New Girl? It started like that. It felt like triangles at first. It was all very just like experience the world around you kind of. But it has built. And so like... Last week, it was a little more intense. Like, we had to make a page in a book. Like, sh- the teacher read a book. And then it was about if you could be different animals. And so we had to pick what animal Charlie was going to be for a day and then write a little. Hers rhymed. I was very proud of her. She wanted to make sure it rhymed. It didn't have to rhyme. But she wrote a little rhyming thing about if she could be this animal. So it escalated to kind of that, which was like a little more work. But still, you know, okay. We drew a picture. We wrote a little poem. And then this week... Day one, it was like, do this experience, do this experiment that explains static electricity <laughs> and talk about the exchange of electrons what? between this plastic spoon and this dishcloth that it, that enables the p- 
pepper from this plate to stick to it and not the salt. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. So it was easy to set up and do, but I did have to explain the atom mm-hmm. to Charlie. Who is five. In order to do. So I like Justin came in and there were like diagrams of atoms and like protons and neutrons and electrons on the table. He was like, what were you doing? <laughs> I was like, I, it was the preschool assignment. I don't know. I did it. And then the next day was like, okay, now design a wind powered car. <laughs> now, <laughs> I am not joking. <laughs> How do you get from this is what grass feels like to a wind powered car in a week? <laughs> so, so, and I mean, it like the reality of it is that we had to build a sail and then find a toy car. She chose her Barbie car, which is like the biggest, heaviest. Yeah. So it had to be yeah. a giant sail. And then we had to like take a hairdryer and blow it down the hallway. So it took forever. We succeeded in this. And today's assignment is build a bridge. <laughs> How? Uh, what's the scale on this bridge? Yeah. This is very... Charlie's homework sounds like the homework my engineering major friends have taken home. Seriously. That, well, I mean, that's really like, I think tomorrow is we have to build one of those things to hold an egg so that you can drop the egg and it won't break. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. This is that stuff that I did in like advanced classes in elementary school. Like late elementary school. I think right. That was, like, that was the thing that I did in like the, the tag program in like the fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. Like you built the bridge out of toothpicks and then the egg mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Ah, what's and going on there? <laughs> I don't know. Because she's still in preschool as far as I know. <laughs> I think. Are you getting the wrong lesson plans? Does this does the teacher maybe teach multiple things? I had a moment where I thought that. I had a moment where I was like, oh, this has to be for one of the older classes. Fourth grade students are getting assignments like, go draw the kind of flower you want to be. And they're all like, I want. Really? Because like one of our other assignments was take a walk around your neighborhood and look for shapes. (laughs) So like that's okay. We did that. Now that we've covered triangles, (laughs) we're moving on to electrons. The obvious progression. (laughs) And and don't get me wrong, I love challenging Charlie. I like introducing because it, it, kids understand a lot more than we give them right. credit for. And so I like challenging her with ideas that I think are bigger than what she's been exposed to to see what she can retain and what she doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, the pace of this, though, is a lot like build a wind powered car in this week. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm build a wind-powered car in the same week that you build a bridge and an egg-protecting machine and understand the atom. <laughs> that, that seems like a lot. It's like the pace is just too yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, I think in high school, we spent like a week or so on on the atom. <laughs> like we spent some time on that. I, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you about it right now. I haven't thought about it in it's, <laughs> three years. It's little. I remember that. It's very small. (laughs) Well, that's what Justin was saying. Like, I'm really glad you took the lead on that one because, like, (laughs) not. I couldn't, yeah. Yeah, it would be. He said it would be tough to just, like, from memory, hear all the parts of the atom and their names and what the. How how does the plastic spoon and the dishcloth exchange electrons? It is interesting to think that now my five year old niece knows more about electrons than I do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Well, and I should note. This is a public school. It's a, I mean, it's a wonderful public school, mm-hmm. but like, it's not some, it's not fancy schmancy. It's, it's her it's public, triangles. her public preschool. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I like, I like this, this, this teacher's energy of just like, let's just push them. Let's see what, let's see what they can get down. <laughs> I, I mean, I appreciate it. And I think, and the, the good thing is like, again, if we didn't do any of it, it, it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't matter. Like she, she doesn't have to prove it. The first assignment was a joke. She was like, let's see how many of these kids actually do this. And then everyone came back and did it. And she was like, oh, uh, I guess I got to keep doing this I until guess. one of them figures out I don't really want them to. We got to escalate. Got to keep going. <laughs> she sent you the fourth grade lesson plans once by mistake. And is now just like, I don't know. They turned in good work. We're just going to see. This is, we're yeah. conducting a social experiment now. <laughs> ooh, we're the, ooh, we are. Maybe we're the subjects of an experiment. I love this. <laughs> Tell Charlie to, to ask that next time in class. I will. Uh, well, as as busy as that has kept me, uh, I have still managed to make time to uh, pay off my tent oh, good. and 
build a small house with a purple roof. I'm glad that all three of us now are several thousands of bells in debt to a raccoon together. Yeah. I, I'm beginning, we should talk about Animal Crossing yes. also. <laughs> yeah, because I think we're the only people in the world who have not talked about it in a public platform yet, other than my Twitter. <laughs> yeah. uh, I tweeted about it and confused many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that there are people that aren't playing Animal Crossing when I tweet. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a weird one. <laughs> um. Uh-huh. So this is this is my thing, even though we're all playing it and Taylor was playing it before, you know, I made you all play it so we could talk about it. Um, I have been playing Animal Crossing. I tried to look up when the first game that came out that I played was and it was in 2005. So I've been playing Animal Crossing for a solid three fourths of my existence. <laughs> um, there was the first one called Wild World that came out. And I had it on my DS, and then City Folk came out, and I played it on my Wii. And then New Leaf came out, and I played it on my 3DS. And now I'm playing New Horizons on my Switch. Um, And I have always loved Animal Crossing. I actually think Griffin McRoy was the one that introduced me to Animal Crossing for the first time um, back in 2005. But it's just the kind of video game that has pretty much no consequences, no requirements really that are that hard and you can play it just and just walk around and plant flowers or you can build a house or you can i don't know build waterfalls and change the layout of your island or just like catch fish and dig up fossils like it's just it's just relaxing and it requires little to no brain effort <laughs> when when you were little was that where plaid becky came from was it was she an animal crossing character <laughs> yes i forgot <laughs> yes i had a tiny stuffed plushie of one of the animal crossing villagers and now i'm blanking on it was a bunny which one it actually right? was it was a bunny that it was, was like wearing a blue bunny in a plaid dress a plaid dress um i'm forgetting which villager it was it was an animal crossing villager Charlie saw it when she was much smaller and loved it and named it Plaid Becky. (laughs) (laughs) But it was an Animal Crossing village. (laughs) And that was her best friend for a long time was Plaid Becky. It's a great name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I mean, Animal Crossing has always been the same. As far as I can remember, it has always been you live on this island or this small town or small city or whatever everyone else is a talking animal and tom nook either you work for him to pay off your money or you buy like you take out a loan and you pay off your house like he's always in charge of your finances you Um, always owe him money you always owe him money eternally which is Uh, bells yeah um but that's what it always is it's always been you dig up fossils and you turn them into blathers and then you catch fish and you catch bugs and you sell them and are there people out there do you think and i i assume neither of you do this but who don't check with blathers who is the owl who runs the museum in case you don't play about the fossils before you sell them because because the the thing with the fossils is like you can take them to the museum and if they don't have them they'll just take them as a donation Mm -hmm. but you don't get anything for them like you did the work of finding the fossil and bringing it to blathers and he's like thanks for this and then you leave or you can sell them, and they're worth a decent number of bells, mm-hmm. typically. I always take them to Blathers first. Now, yes. if, if he already has them, I sell them. But if he doesn't have them, I donate them. I think there is a distinct personality difference between Animal Crossing players who just sell every bug fish, bug and fish they catch and fossil they dig up, and those who donate the first of every kind first to the museum and then sell all the others. Because I am one who will donate the first of every fossil or of every bug or fish, but then I will sell the rest. But I think our father, which I did get both of our parents playing this game a lot, um, I think he will just sell everything. Ah. I'm pretty sure he sells everything. So, there's two different kinds of people. I, I always donate the first of, of everyone, but sometimes I do when I find something rare. I go just to torture myself and see how many bells I could get for it. Mm. And then go, oh, yeah, 
that that would be great. That's fifteen thousand bells for that big old fish. Okay, I'm gonna go give it away for free to the museum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do think about yeah. that a lot. <laughs> it, it's worse when it's a rare bug. Like, cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm glad this is gonna hate this, but I and then it's gonna like, but I'm gonna bring it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do think in the bug realm that the um, tarantula representation in this game is not fair. Oh yeah, <laughs> because. I have yeah. twice been bitten by tarantulas, and they, like, attacked me. Mm-hmm. And it's- I wasn't even trying to catch them. Yeah, they just, they <laughs> they just attacked me. <laughs> They'll yeah. at you. Yeah. I- That's not fair. That's not what tarantulas do. <laughs> I When I was younger, I had, a, I had pretty bad arachnophobia. I've gotten much, much better with that. With actual spiders, I, I now like them. But the way that they, the way that you interact with the tarantulas in this game, like, like brings back those old fears, and I can't do yeah. it. Like, I get so scared when I'm like, nope, nope, not not going on that side of the island until that tarantula, you know, <laughs> like disappears because I can't handle it. I have caught two so far, and that was not that was that was not fun. I don't like it. I see people that yeah. have like, like tons of them and you know that's their investment bank is just all tarantulas mm-hmm. like, no no i uh i have one it, it appears innate skill that i was born with in my life and apparently it is catching animal crossing tarantulas oh. because i have yet to be bitten by one and i actually took a mystery island tour the other night at like midnight that took me to tarantula island oh. which is just there's nothing else there except it just spawns a bunch of tarantulas because there's nothing else there. And it's, it's Taylor looks so terrified so, right now. So I went there with empty pockets and just filled up all my pockets with tarantulas and then came back and sold them and I made tons of money. Are tarantulas worth a lot? Yeah. I think you sell each one for 8,000 bells. Whoa. So, yeah. I had like 20. Oh, if those dodos ever took me to Tarantula Island, I will get right back on the plane. I'd be like, nope, give me my ticket back. We are next island, please. Orville, please. No, not Tarantula Island. Oh, my God. No, I I didn't even know. Like the first time I was just walking by a tarantula and it attacked me and that seemed mean. And so then the next time I saw a tarantula, I was like, well, got to get my net out. I guess I should try to catch that guy mm-hmm. but i didn't know there was a special procedure yeah. so then i there is i yeah. got but i had i wasn't even really attempting like i got my net out and that was all she wrote mm-hmm. that was about it um it still takes me a minute to get my tools out yeah you don't have your little tool ring i got a tool ring it's still it i find the joystick cumbersome <laughs> <laughs> i keep landing on the wrong tool and then i accidentally hit the wrong button you and... just pull out a watering can <laughs> the tranches like that <laughs> It's usually the latter. I yeah. find like I, I I constantly am trying to do something and I am holding a ladder <laughs> yeah. instead of whatever. And I'm like, why am I holding a ladder? I um my favorite my favorite trick has been I recently got a wand for the first time and I got it on Bunny Day. And on Bunny Day, I was wearing my egg outfit to to please the bunny. I thought he would enjoy it if I was wearing my egg outfit like all my villagers. He doesn't care. He doesn't no. care. Um, but I got a wand that day, so I filled up on my little wand outfits and I changed my outfit. But apparently that doesn't count as changing your clothes. It just counts as like putting clothes over your clothes. Yeah. So before you can like go in a fitting room at the Able Sisters or anything, you have to take off the wand so now whenever I need to go into the fashion store to buy new clothes, I have to stand out front and wave my little wand. And now my egg outfit is always under. Oh, no, you got to change that. that I know. This is always my egg outfit. Oh, gosh. Uh, I, I did all of the I did all the bunny things. I, mm-hmm. I, I pleased the bunny. And then as soon as bunny day was over, I sold everything i i know you can get like points for having it having like a weird egg room but i was like nope i'm selling everything every bit of this bunny stuff yeah our dad got a better happy home whatever rating than i did because he has an entire bunny house and they were like oh your house is all one theme and it's all bunny stuff here's like the highest score you can get I was like, I put so much work into my decoration. So I live on Epcot 2 with Justin and Charlie. Yes, we have our island name. Our little houses all in a row. Um, And uh, Charlie, I love her house because, first of all, 
to once you go inside, it's really hard to walk around in, in inside it because she has put dolls all over the place. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, she has like like dolls strategically placed so there's only one path that you can get through the room. Um, <laughs> and things like she has like a snow cone maker and things like that in her room. But uh, outside of her house. She has like a giant wall of fish tanks because she likes all of her fish and she did keep them all in her house, but she filled her entire house with fish tanks. And so then Justin convinced her to move them outside. Mm -hmm. So like uh, in between Charlie's house and my house is this huge wall of fish tanks. (laughs) And she won't sell them. They're her pets. Oh, Charlie. (laughs) Do you all have pets? I, I have a pet. Do you all have pets? In Animal Crossing? Mm-hmm. No. What What is your pet? I kept one of my fish. I kept the dory fish. Oh, wait. You know what? No, I have a goldfish. I kept the dory fish, and it's on my nightstand right next to my bed, and I turn it on. I turn its fish tank light on at night. That's nice. See, I, I will have... I, I haven't saved any yet because I wanted to wait until I had a room that aesthetically could include... <laughs> uh, right. I, I just got. I just made the payment, or I just uh, commissioned my third room, and so that's going to mm-hmm. be my science room, my science and crafts mm. room, and that room I think will aesthetically fit a fish tank <laughs> or a bug tank. So then I will now I will have a pet. You will be pleased to know the reason I kept a goldfish is because when you place a goldfish. It does not place in a regular fish tank. It places in a little bowl that is like blue and white china and has like plants in it and like moss on top and you see little goldfish swimming around. So I kept it for that reason because it is very aesthetically pleasing. See, that's good to know because I I got excited Mm -hmm. when I I caught my second koi fish because I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this. I had a cherry blossom Mm -hmm. room going for a while and I'm like, this is going to go in that room. It'll make sense. And then I put it there and it was in that big, ugly tank. I'm like, no, this is... This is not aesthetic. Go away, fish. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. I disinherit you. Uh, we should try to explain <laughs> why this game is so important yes. to everyone right now. Uh, but before we do that. Let's check the group message. Sydney, uh, who do we have on the group message today? Well, this week on the group message, I want to tell you all about StoryWorth. Right now, it can be... Uh, challenging to stay in touch with your family well i guess it's not because we live in 2020 and there are lots of ways of modes of communication but it requires uh remembering to you know check in with people check on people and for your own sake check in with people Mm -hmm. um even if you can't visit them in person there are so many like for instance maybe you could do a podcast that's a great way to check in with your family that you can't see in person hi taylor Um, but you can connect with your loved ones in a whole new way, not just phones and computers and all your high-tech gadgets, mm-hmm. but with uh, StoryWorth. It's a great way to learn family history and, and all kinds of stories that um, maybe you've never heard before because you just you didn't know to ask or you didn't think to ask and your loved one didn't necessarily think to tell you until StoryWorth prompted them with the right question. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you learn a whole new thing about somebody that you loved and already knew so well. Um that you never heard before. So every week, StoryWorth will email your family member a different story prompt. Uh, all different kinds of questions like what have been some of your life's greatest surprises or what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done. Uh, all kinds of neat, thought-provoking questions that will get them to tell you a story that uh, maybe they had never never really thought, oh, hey, that might be something they'd be interested in. And after a year, StoryWorth will compile every answer, question, and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book. And it's shipped for free. So you can uh, keep one of these books and treasure it. I think it's a really neat idea. They used to always have books like this. I feel like that you could do like pen and paper versions of. Mm-hmm. But this is, is so much, this is such a better way to do it because you get this email, you get this prompt, you just answer the question and don't worry about compiling it or keeping it anywhere because StoryWorth is doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And then you can get it at the end of a year. So, Tay, if our listeners want to check out StoryWorth, what should they do? Uh, connect with family and discover untold stories with StoryWorth. You can get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash stillbuffering. That's storyworth.com slash stillbuffering. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. So head on over to storyworth.com slash stillbuffering, get that $10 off, and get started making memories. Get those memories. Yeah. Get all the dad stories. Oh, yeah. 
from our dad. Well, not our dad. You can I mean, ask your. Good, I mean, good ones. yeah, you could you could ask our dad. dad. Yeah. I wrote a whole essay about our dad's stories. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our dad's Jeff. stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so why? I think there might be an obvious answer for the moment that Animal Crossing has is so big at the on at this exact moment in time. I think that might be a little easier to answer. Yeah. I mean, we're all stuck inside. And it even more so like we're all stuck inside, so a lot of people have more time. Not everybody has more time, but some but a lot of people have more time. Uh but the other thing I think is like it's so easy to control that little world. Yeah. yeah. That's what's nice about it. <laughs> All I have to worry about in that world are like going to the Able Sisters and getting today's fashions and then I got to find my four fossils and that's it. You you have steady employment mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. have fruit to sell. Yeah. Well, and I got to say, I know a lot of people give like uh, Tom Nook a hard time because you're always <clears> in debt to him. But man, if someone came along to me and was like, look, you're going to I'm going to make you a property owner. You're gonna. I'm gonna give you buy you a house or build you a house. Give you a loan that you can pay back whatever. Like no interest, just pay me yeah. back. No interest. Long it mm-hmm. takes. Once you pay that off, I'll, I'll give you a bigger house and a better house. But you know, you're gonna start with a house. And it's, I mean, if that person was a cute little tanuki, that's even better. But you know, just even <laughs> just if it was a person, it's fine. That'd be great. Like that's a really good deal. It's it's a really really nice property. It structure. is. He's yeah. He's a very generous landlord. <laughs> He uh he certainly has evolved from past games where he will chase you down if you did not pay your loan back really? properly. Um or like yeah, I forget which game it was. I want to say maybe City Folk or Wild World, one of the two, but you work for him starting out to pay off your loan. So you work at the Tom Nook shop and like he'll tell you to go plant flowers or deliver things to people or whatever. Um and I remember one time I didn't put on my uniform to where to work and he got very upset with me <laughs> so i think all the complaints about tom nook being you know like the 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 money hungry capitalist of the game certainly influenced his character development and in, in new horizon now he's got like two adopted nephews and yeah super chill <laughs> just laid back i i like this stuff i'm glad i didn't encounter any other tom uh, nooks yeah it's a weird i always feel weird when i go into Whatever the main building is, City Hall. I don't know what is yeah. it. Yeah, Resident Services. <laughs> yeah. I guess where, where Tom City Nook Hall. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whenever I go in there to just check the ATM so I can get my free Nook miles, um, and he's like staring at me, and mm-hmm. I have this weird moment where it's like, this is about the bells, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I haven't paid him back yet. You know, I haven't paid you back the bells. I'm just uh, checking the ATM. Uh, I got my, okay, I'm just gonna, and then I run out the door really quickly because yeah. it makes me anxious. <laughs> he never says yeah. anything, though. He doesn't. No, it's just if you're like, how um, about a new room? And he's like, well, how about you pay off that other room first? That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Current, you still owe me 500,000 bells, so uh, <laughs> when are you going to pay those off? Have this conversation later. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, though, my favorite character in Animal Crossing games is Isabel, and she is the best part of Animal Crossing games, because I don't think she made an appearance in Animal Crossing game until New Leaf, which was the the most recent one before this one, even though it came out seven years ago. Um, but she's just your little, your little public service dog. That's like a little Leslie Nope, almost, just there to help you with all of your, your needs and talk to you about villagers who don't like or evaluate your island and how good you're doing or she's just there to like give your morning announcements and a fun fact about i don't know bugs she's very good i haven't talked to her much maybe i should talk to her more should talk to her more i my game suffers from the fact that i only play it at night Mm. yeah well you also are like the not the main player i guess on your Mm -hmm. island i guess justin is so he, he probably makes more of the decisions and stuff he does he's where charlie would he's putting in all these blue ramps everywhere just like epcot (laughs) um that that is also what i find mom and dad arguing about most is when they're playing animal crossing is uh mom was the first player on their island on our other switch so dad had to join her but dad's method of playing animal crossing is just come on start fishing as much as he can fish and then if he fishes up trash or like his pockets get too full, he just starts throwing stuff on the ground. 
as he's fishing it up or as he needs to make room for other fish. So then mom will come on her island. It's just like, oh, there's trash all over the beach and there's random stuff laying outside of my house that he made for me. And I I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Everything's everywhere. He he only wears the egg suit, which is He only wears the egg suit. (laughs) Mom keeps trying to get us to have dad move to our islands, but... We keep trying to, like, that's not how it works. Yeah, what was the text? She sent all three of us a text this morning. I think she offered us bells. Anyone who would like to, yeah, I would like to offer up your father for adoption. Anyone who would like to have him on their island, I will pay you 30,000 bells or 5,000 nook miles. I will also pay all moving and construction fees. Which isn't that many of either, and also that's not how the game works. I know know there are ways you can get animals off your island, but I don't think you can get humans (laughs) off your island. Okay. I, I, I'm glad you brought this up. I want to talk about this. There is a there is a big community online of a lot of Animal Crossing players who don't like certain villagers, whether it's their personality, because all of them have certain personality types. I don't know if you all have noticed, like there's the, the jock ones and there's sure. the, the natural There's one that asked me about and, lifting all the time. Yeah. So there are yeah. all different types of people animals and personalities and then there are some that players just don't like because they want only cute villagers or whatever so there are lots of people online who will go to extreme lengths to get villagers to move off their island (laughs) like hitting them repeatedly repeatedly with their bug net or you know just angering them placing mean signs outside of their home (laughs) that's so st- I know. well you look i mean it's your game play however you want like you know that's it's for your enjoyment if yeah. that's enjoyable to you that's fine but i i think that makes me really, yeah it makes me really sad i love all of my villagers like i don't know maybe i just got lucky like maybe yeah. i just have good ones my my starters were uh sherry and and hamlet and oh, hamlet's oh. Good. hamlet is my I, I love them both actually. I was I was talking to mom mm-hmm. about the other night and I felt like I got my parents in Animal Crossing as my first because <laughs> <Yeah>. Hamlet is <laughs> the jock type and you know like I, his, his he his favorite gift that I gave him was a protein shaker. He like put it in the middle of his of his house like on display. Huh. Um, and he's always talking about lifting and stuff, but then he's also <laughs> always walking around eating a donut. <laughs> I'm like, so that's that's dad. That's dad. Uh, and then Sherry's really chill. She's, you know, she loves like the musical instruments. She's always like, she drinks her peach juice every night on the beach at five o'clock, and then sings like sings to the moon. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, so that's mom. Oh, that's, that's mom. That's mom. <laughs> I I love the in Animal Crossing. That's what you do with things you like. It's a protein shake. I'll display it in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the one of the best parts about Animal Crossing, though, is if you like your villagers and you give them things, if you go in their house later, it's just on display in their house. It's like, I just had a random extra gotta, bug in my pocket and I accidentally clicked that I wanted to give you something instead I wanted to talk to you. So I gave you a bug, but now it's just on display in your house. I gotta give people stuff. Charlie doesn't like to talk to the villagers. <laughs> and. And so, like, a lot of the villagers don't get talked to much. So I Aww. that's part of my job. So at night, my job is to find the fossils they didn't find. I try to go, like, sell some fruit, like, keep the trees mm-hmm. groomed. Because otherwise the trees are all filled with fruit, and then they won't make sure. m- new fruit. So mm-hmm. I try to do that with the trees, catch some fish, of course, that kind of thing. Find a balloon to pop, get a present, mm-hmm. um, and and sell so that I have bells the next morning. Uh, but I also try to go talk to everybody yeah. mm-hmm. and just like check in with them and make sure they're doing okay. Yeah. Uh, there was because there was one who was like, "I'm thinking of leaving." Yeah, and I was like, "No, don't leave." And they were like, "Oh, thank you for saying oh. that." Yeah, I was like, "Oh." Whew. I guess they all go through like a cycle of days that they'll live on your island before they'll tell you they're thinking about moving. Um, and I've had two of my villagers do that to me now, and I've told them both not to move. But there, there, there's one. I'm just waiting for him to tell me he's going to leave i'll be like explore the world go spread your wings Aww, which one? <laughs> his name is rodney um he is a tiny blue hamster who i saw him angry one day like stomping around with steam coming out of his ears and i was like hey rodney what's wrong and he started complaining that one of my other villagers gave him a present 
but it was a present that he obviously wouldn't like. So why would she give him that present? And I was like, uh, Rodney, you're being a jerk. She was trying to be nice. Let Tutu give you a present. No. <laughs> so. This is all fine. <laughs> this, this is fine. This is the state of the world. There's no problem with any of this conversation. <laughs> um, I don't know if either of you have reached this point in your game, but there is a point you reach when you quote unquote beat the game or finish the game, which you never really beat or finish Animal Crossing. But like as much of the story progression or progress within your your world, I guess, that you can make um, where you get to unlock a tool that lets you customize your island layout as much as you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can build cliffs, break them down, build waterways, cover up waterways, build pathways, stuff like that. Sure. Um, and I just unlocked this feature like two days ago. And it has been my entire day for two days now has just been like terraforming. Yeah. And you've never I mean, there's never been this kind of this kind of like ability in Animal Crossing game before. You can move any building to wherever you want. It's not just like you pick where it's going to be once and that's where it is mm-hmm. forever. You can change any building. You can except for like the the main one. You can build cliffs wherever you want. You can take them down wherever you want. You can build rivers and lakes and it's just like in pathways like i built a little road that goes between Mm. all my houses and like a little organized community that goes from my house to the plaza to the shops to the other houses it's just goodness it's so relaxing (laughs) i get complete control over this world because i have no control in the real world i'm really happy to learn that that is an eventual earned ability because Mm -hmm. i was watching i was watching griffin's uh live stream walking around Mm -hmm. his village and i'm like how much? How many bells did you spend moving all this stuff? Like, I know you can build bri- bridges and like move yeah. houses, like for for bells in the game. Like, yeah, there is no way that you just did all of this with bells. So okay, that at some point you can do it more easily. That that's yeah. a relief because I was like, well, I'm never gonna do that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's that looks impossible. Yeah, I guess the main goal of this game, which I do enjoy, because KK Slider is, I think my second favorite after Isabel character from any Animal Crossing game. Um, the main goal of this game is to get him to come want to perform a concert on your island. Oh, Justin was saying that. So once you have gotten your overall island rating to three stars, then KK Slider will come perform a concert on your island. And it's very cute because he just sits on a little stool in your plaza and all of you and your villagers gather around him while he sings and the credits roll to the game. And then the next day you open up your game and Tom Nook is like, here, here are these tools that let you destroy and build anything you want on this <laughs> island. <laughs> wow. Well, that's cute. Yeah. Well, that's it's good to know good. there's a goal because I don't, I don't, I mean, the only goal I have for myself right now is I don't like the shirt my character's wearing. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Why haven't you changed it? Because... I don't like any of the ones that the right now I went to the Able Sisters store and it was all like there were gym shirts and there were um, these tennis sweaters and dance team jackets. Those were all the tops. And you went in the fitting room, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And I'm like, I'm I, the dance team jacket does not suit me. Um, a tennis sweater doesn't suit me. The gym shirt look just sort of like a t-shirt and I probably could have pulled it off mm-hmm. except that I know in my heart it's a gym shirt right. and a gym shirt doesn't suit me so I just need some sort of gray shirt if they could just have a gray comfortable looking shirt you should just make a custom design <laughs> yeah, for a shirt that's just all gray <laughs> I gave myself glasses they're not red but I did give myself glasses and I gave myself shoes that I like I couldn't find chucks but they're close enough and then I put on a little backpack because I really like backpacks and it's a traveler's backpack. Sure. And so I was like, and I'm wearing jeans and that's fine. I just need a new shirt. Mm-hmm. Preferably you gray. You could just custom that. You just, yeah, that's that yeah. one. You say as you're wearing a gray I shirt. Say, I started the game wearing like a, oh, it was like a yellow striped sweater. It was not cute and I did not like it. And, uh, that's what I'm wearing. Oh, yeah, that's what the, the, as soon as I got, not the regular editor because that, that's a little bit, like that's not quite as, great as the yeah. advanced editor where you can actually pick patterns and stuff but like as soon as i got that i i made a 
black sleeveless t-shirt and I used like the color of the the character's skin so that I could make it look like it was cut up like it <laughs> like it was like kind of oh that's great and ripped off sleeves because in real life when I get a black t-shirt I even now as a old person I'm like cutting off the sleeves punk rock so cool yeah <laughs> I need to do that because I that's the only thing I, I really don't like about my uh, my little life on Animal Crossing is my shirt. <laughs> my uh, my character started the game wearing a short sleeved blue Hawaiian print shirt, like button down shirt mm-hmm. and khakis oh. and um, uh, red slip on Vans. Mm. And I felt like I just started the game dressed as Justin. <laughs> I was going to say you were Justin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but now my, my goal every day when I go in, now that I have the Able Sister shop, which is the clothing shop in, in Animal Crossing that you build eventually, um, I go into the fitting room and pretty much buy every color of everything that I see myself wearing at any point that I like even just a little bit. So that now I just have the most expansive wardrobe in my house. I can just go in and open it up. It's like, I have millions of options. Yeah. I don't have the shop yet, but the second time that I got an Able Sister with the little, like the little, you know, town square setup, the little booth, mm-hmm. I felt like she came and she's like, "So here's the thing. I heard you were queer uh, because <laughs> I had a tweed jacket. With, like, she had a, a flannel, like a green and black flannel. Shirt. She had something that was just called like a like a laboring shirt or something. It was just like a like a tan button up, like." A little hat, like a little, like a, you know, a little hat, like a little, uh, like a, yeah. I was going to say toboggan. We've learned that's a weird word that we say that no one actually says. A beanie. Uh, yeah. Glasses, like a new color of, of the tennis shoe. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, does that make you worry? How does Animal Crossing right? know? How do you know so they much? Do Animal know. Crossing. And where's my flannel, Animal I Crossing? Know. I need yeah, a flannel. I am. Um, They'll give you flannel. Yeah. I need I a finally, <laughs> I finally got a wand, which lets you just design multiple outfits and switch into them very quickly. And you can name them whatever you want. And the first one I made was the outfit I had been wearing most frequently that I just named Bi. <laughs> like, B-I. Because it is my light acid wash denim jacket, my dark acid wash jeans, mm. my red, basically Doc Martin boots that are called work boots, my uh, little crocheted messenger bag, my short toboggan beanie, and glasses. <laughs> I was like, that's my, my buy outfit. Thank you, Animal Crossing. It's the first ever outfit I had. <laughs> it, one, one fun thing that I have learned is because I live on the island with Charlie and Justin, I have this like great side mission for my character, which is find things to delight Charlie. Aww. Yeah, I also do that a lot. <laughs> so this has been very fun. Like, because Justin, one of the first things I did, I got a recipe for a peach umbrella. Mm-hmm. And so I went and used a bunch of peaches to make a peach umbrella. And Justin was like, you have like no bells. Why did you not sell those? Those aren't native to our island. You could have sold them for like a lot of bells. And I was like, <laughs> but I the peach umbrella, look at Charlie look at loves peach it. Umbrella. Charlie will love it. Uh, but I found frilly knee knee high socks yeah. and she loves knee socks. And so I got her frilly knee socks and I left her an Easter basket. Oh. I love that's that's my favorite <laughs> part about Animal Crossing is I can like find outfits or make things or yeah. like stuff in the store that I can like leave out front of Charlie's house and then she leaves her house every morning and goes, yeah. oh, Look, presents. <laughs> I found a, a pink fairy dress is what it was called at my able sisters. And I immediately bought it and then just sent it to Justin and said, please deliver this to Charlie immediately. (laughs) She, you know, she does the same, though. Justin, uh, the other day she was playing and he had commented that he liked one of the pairs of shoes that Kix was selling. Mm -hmm. And the next day they were sitting out front of his house. Charlie had gone and bought the shoes that he wanted and left them out front of his house. What a good animal crossing neighbor. But, I mean, all this to say, I think we just spent the entire episode just talking about our animal yeah, crossings, I know. <laughs> our various animals and their crossings. Um, it's it's just a relaxing game. I think even not during a global pandemic, it's just this whole world where nothing bad really happens. I think the worst thing that happens is, like, you get stung by a bee, but then you can just take some medicine and your swollen eye goes away. Um, and it's just... 
peaceful and relaxing and it happens in real time which a lot of people find frustrating but i find nice because it's just like i got so much time to just do whatever i want with my whole day mm-hmm. and it's, it's real time real world i can just pretend this is my real world because it matches my my real world time and you can just live in one room that has a radiator and yeah, an espresso sure. machine and a punching bag <laughs> Or you can like have me. three rooms. I have my, my bedroom, my kitchen room, and my, my living room. I got got all my furniture and, and themes. Well, I when I because uh, this is the first time I've played an Animal Crossing game and you know, I've d i have have not in recent years been as much into video gaming, but in the past I liked you know, the kind of games I played were always like survival horror, like, you know, action games, like uh, RPGs. I, I never really would have I don't think I ever would have been drawn to something like this because usually the stuff mm-hmm. I hate in games like I hate grinding just having to do the thing to get whatever money or experience like, mm-hmm. I usually mm-hmm. I'll do it but I don't love it and specifically I hate fishing mechanics <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> I, I've had some bad Zelda experiences Final Fantasy 15 uh, yeah I, I left yes my character yes once to feed a cat and I'm like never again boy um the zelda fishing mechanic was rough it's like it's very stressful like this but this fishing mechanic is just so peaceful um yeah like it was really after the after the first like week of you know like everything closing down and everybody losing their jobs i just kind of had hit a point in like being sad and depressed like I wasn't cleaning up after myself. My house was gross. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't be productive. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to get back into gaming because I can't do it. I can't get out of bed. And somehow, like, getting in the game and, like, making a space and, like, you know, getting getting my little character out of bed and, like, fixing their hair and getting them clothes. I'm like, these are things I like. I I like these feelings of accomplishing things. I, I need to animal crossing my life in the real world for a day yeah and like it actually in a weird way helped me then like i'm gonna get out of bed i'm gonna clean my space you know like i said i hung some shelves and like spent time like designing what went on them i like put clothes on <laughs> and like set my hair just because like and i, I kind of feel like it, it came at a very needed spot in my life i'm very appreciative to where, where this game yeah. kind of came in i was like oh you like accomplishing thing and like having an aesthetic space that's clean you could do this in the real world <laughs> i did you animal crossing your did. life <laughs> oh well that's inspirational that's yeah um well if you need the recipe for a peach umbrella I'll, i have I'll, it. I'll give you I have, a, I have a what do i have i have a cherry blossom umbrella i think that's oh yeah, i have all the cherry blossom stuff um <gasps> charlie would love that i only have the oh, wand I don't know if you have any cherry blossoms left, but if you have petals, I've got re- I've got the ability to do stuff with them. I do. I only have I've ten, got six, but I do. You know, we, could, we could make some stuff. We can make some stuff. Um, very quickly before we go, what is everyone's favorite Animal Crossing villager on their island? Quilson. You have quilt. Oh, I Quilson. just got Quilson, and I was worried he was going to be a little little hipster jerk bird. Is he cool? Yeah, I think Quilson's pretty cool. <laughs> um tay that's like that's hard i mean i love hamlet and i love sherry i Mm -hmm. have zucker i love zucker i love that he's he keeps himself he's kind of shy like but then i also i have norma she's the cow and she loves to read Uh, and then i have carmen who's like the stylish bunny (laughs) i Taylor loves all of the villagers. I I walk around the island at night and give them all coconuts before they go to bed. Um, (laughs) That's very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Here's your coconut. Your nightly coconut. Here's your weird gay neighbor bringing you a coconut at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like oh. (laughs) <laughs> that's just uh you do you do that because that's probably standard in brooklyn yeah, right yeah <laughs> goes around and gives each other coconuts late at night um yeah i don't think i can pick i love them all i, I maybe I, i'm closest to my first two because they were my initial my initial yeah. two but i even love tom nook um, i wish i could give tom nook presents i wish i'd give him something other than money uh, i don't know what about you riley <laughs> vesta has and always will be my favorite um she's a little a little sheep and mm. she's just, she's the sweetest, the best. And she moved onto my island and I was so happy because she's always been my favorite. And the next day she had fleas. And then the next day she had a cold. Oh, no. 
and it was just like the saddest two days of my game where I had to catch fleas off of her and then bring her medicine to fix her cold. But now she's okay, and now we're best friends. I, mm. I did not so. realize that you had to catch the fleas. Hamlet had fleas first on my island, and I yeah. gave him medicine, <laughs> thinking like, oh, this will work, right? And he just looked at me like, thanks, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what you want me to do with this, but I okay. Like, I was trying to catch a butterfly, and it's the cutest thing. He runs laps, but you know how all the characters run with kind of their arms back, like, wee. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he, yes. How I ride. <laughs> kind of a Naruto run. Uh, he came running <laughs> yeah. by me as I was swatting at a butterfly, and it swatted the flea off his head. And I thought I hit him, and I was like, no. And then he was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Well. How pleasant. That's good that we have all these friends. Yeah. <laughs> these are my friends right now. Um, Thank you all for indulging me and, and Sydney for playing Animal Crossing. No problem. Taylor, you already were, but thank you for playing it more. Thank well, I'm not going to I'm not yeah. going to stop until at least I get a new shirt. So. Good. <laughs> um, Sydney, what what's next? Next week. Uh, next week, I thought it would be fun if we watched the movie Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. Delightful. Yes, it's a fun movie. Music is great. Co- the I was saying costuming, I guess. <laughs> Clothes. They're great. Anyway, Josie and the Pussycats, if you haven't watched it and you want to play along at home, it's it's a really fun, feel-good kind of watch right now. For sure. Really so. good soundtrack. Yes. All right. Uh, and that'll do it. Thank you for joining me, Taylor, Riley. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. Thank you, Animal Crossing villagers, for not <laughs> leaving our villages. Yes. Yeah. For letting us give you coconuts. <laughs> Uh, and I apologize to all the tarantulas out there whose uh, good reputations are being maligned by Animal Crossing right now. <laughs> yes, that is fair. <laughs> uh, if you would like to listen to more podcasts, you should. What else are you doing? Uh, go to MaximumFun.org. <laughs> and there are a lot of wonderful shows that you would enjoy. Uh, thank you uh, for everybody who tweets at us and emails at, uh, emails at us. Sure. You can do that uh, at stillbuff. Or still buffering at maximumfun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. I haven't played Animal Crossing yet today. I gotta go do that. I checked in, got my nicknames. I couldn't sleep, so I just. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks. Every week, myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes, and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talking about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.